Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, sub, sub segment of fictional women around the world. Uh, We are continuing with our Last of Us content. This will have spoilers for the most recent final finale episode of the HBO show The Last of Us, which, yes, it's not a sponsor. Um, But just a heads up on that, there will be spoilers. Some brief mention of the second game, but not much. No spoilers. Not <laughs> no spoilers. Um, you. I would also suggest listening to our Riley episode for more on the interaction between Riley and Marlene. Marlene is who we're talking about. I realize I didn't say. Yes, we were talking about Marlene. So let's get right into it. Um, Marlene is played by Merle Dandridge in both the 2013 game, the 2020 sequel game, and the HBO show. She was the only one who was a voice actor and motion capture of uh, her character in the game and played her the same character in the show. So it's very, very cool. You can see her get emotional about it in the behind the show bit after the most recent episode and also a little bit in the kind of making of The Last of Us. The character is also featured in the comic American Dreams as discussed in our Riley episode. She is the leader of the Boston Quarantine Zone Fireflies or QZ Fireflies. She was a good friend of Ellie's mother, Anna. She was Ellie's protector from afar. And the final, quote, antagonist I saw her described of the game slash movie. I have my beef with that, but whatever. Um, (laughs) There are some key differences between her background in the game and the show, and I'll go over them. But let's start with the game slash comic. Marlene is, yes, the leader of the Fireflies in Boston. And the Fireflies are this organization or some call them a terrorist group, depending on who you ask, um, in the world of The Last of Us, that are fighting against uh, what they view as this totalitarian fascist rule and control of this government organization called FEDRA. Um, In some places across the country, the Fireflies have succeeded in taking over uh, the QZ, but they are being cracked down on and killed in most places. Boston, in particular, has suffered a lot of recent losses at the story's beginning, 
And on top of leading this organization, yes, she watches over Ellie because of this promise that she made to Ellie's mom, Anna, who had been her friend uh, since before the outbreak, uh, since they've known each other. Like, what did they say? We've known each other forever, essentially. Um, At one point, Marlene was close with Joel's brother, Tommy, uh, when he was a member of the Fireflies. And when Tommy left the organization, he told Marlene she could go to Joel if she was ever desperate. During the events of American Dreams, Marlene saved Ellie and Riley from an infected and denied Riley's request to join the Fireflies. After a confrontation with smugglers and this like intense exchange between the trio, Marlene gives Ellie her mother's switchblade and a letter from her mom. Eventually, Marlene does allow Riley to join the Fireflies, but only if she promises to never see Ellie again, uh, because Marlene wants Ellie to be safe at this military school. And even goes as far to decide to send Riley to another QZ. But Riley is desperate to see Ellie one last time, so the pair sneak out to the mall, and Ellie convinces Riley to leave the Fireflies and stay with her. But unfortunately, they get bitten, and Riley dies, and somehow, uh, Ellie doesn't turn. And this is when Marlene realizes Ellie is immune. So Marlene makes a deal with a smuggler named Robert to get enough weapons to smuggle Ellie out of the QZ, but the military attacks her and her squad, uh, killing everyone but Marlene, who sustains a shot to her side. And yes, that's slightly different than what happens in the show, but essentially, the basics are there. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Marlene finds out that it was Tess and Joel who have killed Robert. And by the way, Marlene and Tess knew each other before the outbreak as well, and they were like, weren't friends, but they weren't enemies. Uh, (laughs) So Marlene's out of options, and she offers um, these weapons that she was supposed to get to transport Ellie across the country to Tess and Joel in exchange for them getting Ellie out of the city and to a rendezvous point where they'll meet up with other Fireflies who will take her the rest of the way to their final location which you don't know what it is at this point. Um, Ellie doesn't like this plan, wants to stay with Marlene, but Marlene tells her this is the only chance that they have, and so Ellie does go with the smugglers. Marlene recovers, and she and the rest of the remaining Fireflies make the trek across the country to Salt Lake City, uh, where the Fireflies have successfully taken over the QZ. But uh, they suffer a lot of losses along the way, her and her group, and it really demoralizes them. Um, And so... Their spirits kind of rise when they join the Salt Lake City Fireflies, but it doesn't last long when they learn that the group that was supposed to transport Ellie died at the rendezvous point, and they have no idea where she is, if she survived. And Marlene, in particular, goes really depressed and starts questioning her leadership skills to the point she stops eating. She thinks about running away from the Fireflies. Um, And that's where we see some big differences between the show and the game. All right, so her patrol reports spotting a man and a little girl in the city, and they bring them in. At first, Marlene is thrilled that Ellie survived, but then she is informed that while they can reverse engineer vaccine from Ellie's unique mutation, the procedure will kill her. They ask for Marlene's permission, which she thought was kind of a formality that they were going to do it no matter what. So she does give them permission, but it greatly pains her, and she records two messages to Ellie's mother apologizing. And here's a quote I wanted to include. Apparently, there's no way to extricate the parasite without eliminating the host. Fancy way of saying we got to kill the kid. And now they're asking for my go-ahead. The tests just keep getting harder and harder, don't they? I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. And I just want this to end. So be it. Oh, I miss you, Anna. Your daughter will be with you soon. 
pretty intense. Marlene insists that they tell Joel, uh, that they tell him because they owe him the truth because he got her here. The others disagree. Some even tried to persuade her to kill Joel or that they should kill Joel, but she refused. Wait, I need to go back. Where did this, did, was this in the game where she's recording these messages? Mm-hmm. Did I miss this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you find them, you find them throughout like the. It's the way you pick up. You pick things? up like these like hand recorders and you listen to these oh, messages. Wow. I definitely blanked out during that gameplay. Well, it's kind it's in the, uh, <laughs> in PlayStation 5, it comes through your controller. So it sounds different. So it's kind of oh. hard to hear. In the first one, it's kind of like one of the most annoying mechanics, which they fixed in the second one. But when you're playing it, you can't move and something could attack you. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like listening to it, like, don't attack, don't attack. <laughs> oh, yeah, I completely didn't know. Okay, keep going. Yeah. That was new to yeah, me. Yes. So they're trying to convince her to kill Joel, but she refused to kill the one person who might understand how she felt. So in the show, they have this line, in the game, they have this line where she's like, Oh, you were the, you got her across the country and is sort of realizing like, oh, he actually cares about her now because he did not at the beginning. So she thanks Joel for transporting Ellie and tells him about the vaccine and how it will kill her. And Joel, of course, objects, but she tells him that this is bigger than either of their feelings for Ellie. She tells her squad to give Joel back his supplies and lead him out, instructing them to shoot him if he tries to intervene with the operation. But of course... Joel escapes, kills everyone, stops the operation. Marlene follows Joel to the parking deck and tries to stop him from taking Ellie at gunpoint, asking how long before Ellie faces something horrible in the future, how long before she dies, and tells him it's what Ellie would want, and he knows it. In a show of peace, she lowers her gun, but Joel shoots her. Marlene survives that first shot and begs him to let her go, and he says, um, you'll just come after her, and shoots her again, killing her, which... Interestingly enough, I've seen a lot of arguments about whether or not Marlene is dead. Yeah, she is dead, everyone. Uh, she did die. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, I mean, it's one of those things I like know. when people were I fighting know. about Riley, I was like, no, oh, she, she's dead. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they do feel like if I hadn't watched the, uh, you play it through and knew what was going on, it would feel like, did they just leave that up for maybe yeah. something to come about later? Mm-hmm. No. Tricksters. <laughs> No. Um, So, Joel lies to Ellie about Marlene's death, about the fireflies, about the vaccine, saying that they have given up on finding a cure. And you do, that is not the end of Marlene just because of flashbacks. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, 
podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. Not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association member FDIC. I wanted to include some quotes from Dangerich to close this up about this character. She did say that uh, Marlene has a heavier stillness uh, in the show um, because they wanted to be more, quote, realistic about the weight of the apocalypse or something. That, that's not a direct quote. I, know, I don't know why I did that. That's, a, <laughs> that's basically what they were saying. Um, a paraphrasing quote, I guess. There you go. Okay, but here is an actual quote from an oh, okay. interview with her about the differences, because this is part of the big the big fight. If you want to learn more about this, see our uh, most recent Last of Us episode about the finale uh, between Joel and Marlene. Uh, so Dangerous said, Well, I would say there might be a question mark around that. I know that Marlene didn't explicitly offer that information to Ellie because she didn't want to alarm her, but I do think that they have a more pragmatic relationship. She might have even alluded to it, which gives Ellie even more conflict in not having had the agency that Joel has taken away from her. Ultimately, black and white, yes, they are both taking this choice from her, but I do think that Marlene has given her a little bit more information. I don't think she's explicitly lied to her. She maybe omitted some truths, but she would not explicitly lie to her. Also, in the midst of this, the relationship between Marlene and Joel is fraught with a lot of history between them. As Marlene put it, they're both capable of so much, and they have abided with each other in parallel lines. But there's a chasm and animosity between them because of Marlene's relationship with his brother Tommy as a firefly caused a physical and emotional rift between them. So there's another element of him not giving any two Fs about what Marlene wants in this situation, even though she's throwing out every argument in the kitchen sink at him trying to negotiate with him. Oh my... (laughs) I love it. I, you can tell she put so much thought into this character. Oh, yeah. This is um, her character. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. It's like when you see the behind the scenes and when you have each of the uh, different actors who portray someone else, obviously, mm-hmm. but part of the show, they all love this uh, entire story and they feel like they're a part of it. And I think because they're included, they love it a little more, but they do get to have a big say. And then the show and the writers acknowledge them in the aftermath to able to like process not only what they did in the game, but also what they did in the show. So it was lovely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having her play this character was so on point. She did an amazing job because it was, yeah. I don't know. I don't think anyone else could have done that character yeah. the way she did it. And she did, she's already practiced it through. Like yeah. she's a pro. So this yeah. probably only came like other than the few changes that they made. This was mm-hmm. just like an old hat for her. Yeah. 
Yeah, and she's such a great, complex character because she is the leader of this organization. She has this connection to Ellie. She has this connection to Joel. Um, and I, I, yeah, I'll have a lot more to say about it in the most recent. In the, yeah, because, I do wish yeah. that they had played up their relationship, uh, Marlene and Ellie's relationship, rather than just being like, oh, I knew your mother. Like, I really right. wish they were like, where she was kind of a caretaker, you know, whether it's like in secret or whatnot, because she was in the show, in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish they were able to play that up because that distance makes it seem like she is an antagonist instead of being a complex character. Yeah, I mean, she's got a lot going on, which we, yeah, we, we did talk about, we'll talk about. But they did, they certainly, like, as as the character said, as the actor said, they made her, there's more of a harsher kind of stillness with her in the in the show. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a painful thing of, like, her promising Anna, I will take care of Ellie, and then being the one that's kind of like, I got to make this decision because she's got this, like, leadership thing going on. It's tough. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I do love this character. Yeah, we had a plenty to say in our most recent Last of Us episode. So go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, this will be the end of Last of Us content for now. <gasps> for now. For now. But in the meantime, we are moving into Star Wars territory. But if you have any suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> please, as always, let us know. You can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. You can also check us out on YouTube. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you so much. Yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 